What it do, what it is, the kid spins who it is, and I do not like cheese in my grits. It's your boy Basil B, aka Sir Basil, aka John Boz, aka Chaunty Billups coming at you live. It's your boy GT, also known as Trey, and actually Spizzy, I don't like cheese in my grits either. Mm. Hmm. It's the Backwoods, and we're back again. Guys, man, what's up with these sports? We know what you want to talk about. You already know. We already you know. You already know. Well, what you want to talk about, Gary? Just let the people um, know. I'm just let y'all know that the Dallas Cowboys are 8 and 1. Um, I'm not making no predictions here. But I'm just saying we're 8 and 1. I didn't say none of that. I didn't say none of that, Spizzy. I said we're 8 and 1. Cowboys. You know what I said to that? <laughs> the Steelers gave y'all that one. How did they give us the game? Did you see the left? I, I was beside you, actually. Yeah, you was beside I us, was, but they also hit us a fake damn Marino. What, they, they had some boneheaded plays at the end, man. They ain't calling nothing the whole game. Mm. All right, whatever. Y'all won. Whatever. Zeke's a monster. I'll give you that. That Dak, Dak impressed let me. Let that man eat. So let me ask y'all this then. Let me. I will say this then. So you guys are 8-1. Only loss was week one against the Giants. Which we shouldn't have lost. Right, we're not going to go back. We should be 9 We're not, we're right not going to do that. Not do, we don't live in a what-if world. Whatever. So they're telling me Tony Romo is back and he's healthy. Yes. What are your thoughts on? Are they gonna ride the Dak train or are they gonna pull the reins on? That's always depends. It depends on Jerry Jones, cause Jerry. You know what I'm saying, baby? Jerry, if we don't get like do a deep playoff run <clears throat> or possibly get to the Super Bowl or whatever, it's gonna be because of Jerry Jones, straight up. With that decision. Without the decision, not not even because of that, but just keep just keep throwing that stuff out there about Romo. Like after the game, he was like, "Oh, well, Romo's cool with being a backup next week." We just won a game, bro. Like, let it be. Let it be, man. Like, don't even invite those questions. Yeah, in so just, see it. just say, what, my mind's don't celebrate with the fellas. They did yeah, a great job. Yeah, he, he keep throwing. And he doesn't like, say the right week, answer. He doesn't give the right answer. Every week he's throwing Romo out there, man. And it's like, you putting unnecessary So how does Dak feel? How do you think Dak feels Dak? about that with having Tony on behind the shoulder? I don't or know, Dak, man. I feel like Dak's honed in, though. Dak is cool as a cucumber. Bro. Yes, he mm-hmm. is. Like, and you know what about Dak? He's been through adversity before. Man. He lost his mom in college. Yeah. So that dude, man, and he, I think he went to the funeral and came back went to the, and played in the game. Yeah, like, he said because she would have wanted me to play. Yeah, yeah. that was just crazy. So he's a lot about his character and yeah, what he's he, been he through. He said so. a lot, man. He's tough, man. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Jerry, man, he can keep he keep putting that stuff in there, man. It, it's just, it's. it's he's more bad. of a celebrity than a, than a GM. Like, so or, is that or, unhealthy for a locker room, you guys think? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Think so. Yes, say, give me a little more on that. You think so? Why? Because do, do you, as a te- as a teammate, you know, as the guy that's signing your checks, do you really hear that? Does that really play a factor in your mind? You think? Not really, because at the end of the day, that, that's still a y'all are still on the same team. But it's kind of like if I'm doing good, there should be no kind of speculations on who's going to start. People that don't even play to help you get to win. Exactly. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So y'all do got a young fella, Zeke, man. He's He's putting up Let that man oh, incredible yeah. numbers. Oh, my goodness. Beer game crazy, eat. you know what I'm saying? They're trying to hold him down, but I ain't getting all that. Zeke, you innocent, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out Beer Gang in the building, yo. Yeah, we got a special guest. Just pull it up, hop out, pull up, hey, hop shout out. And then 40 low shirts, holla at us. We get yeah. you one of those, too. Shout uh, out but to no, my shooter, man. You know what I'm saying? saying? But, hey, he ride or die always. But, uh, no, Zeke, man, putting up incredible numbers. I think he's got like 1,009 yards rushing through, you know, first nine games, ten games. Um, I think he's only third player, player ever to do that. Uh, last people there was Adrian Peterson and then Eric Dickerson way back in the day. So Zeke's doing big things, man. Zeke's tough. Man. He's tough. I mean, you know, Ohio State, he was pretty tough. 
I didn't think it was going to do this well in the NFL. Granted, I didn't even. With the you, offensive line, you guys' O line is the darn best yeah, in the league, uh, the but you still got to run the ball it. and make the right cut, though. I remember I told you I didn't even want to draft Zeke at first, but I wanted to go. I texted you on defense. draft day, and you were like, "I want a defensive back," and I was yeah. like, "He's tough, though." You were like, "But I want a defensive back." Yeah, I remember that text conversation. Yeah, I was, I was, I wasn't sold on Zeke, but Zeke, hey, bro, you hearing this, jump man? Hey, man, you see, I, I'm sorry. Keep I'm sorry. Keep, keep, keep cooking, though. You know what I'm saying? I support you now, brother. Definitely, and, and whatever the NFL is trying to do to you, man, hey, man, don't let it. Keep your head up. Keep your head up, because it's ridiculous, man. You know the truth, man. That's a topic for us. Three sides to the story, man. Your side, their side, and the truth. Right, right, right. Yes, sir. What's up with the NBA, man? Um, man well, yo, DeMar DeRozan, guys, Um, I don't know if y'all know or not, but he scored 30 points in the la- eight of his first nine games this year, mm. and that's only been done one other time, and that was MJ. What's the record? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They're over 500. Yo, what is Kevin, what is, what is Lowry doing? Is he is he is he is he is he Lowry, playing a role with him? He, yeah, but it's just Demar Derozan. He's getting to the line. Demar Derozan is getting to the line. It's crazy because he's scoring he's, he's scoring thirty points a game without shooting three pointers. And you know everyone's like you know we you know no one has positions anymore. You know shoot live by the three die by the three. He's got he's made three three pointers this whole year and he's still averaging thirty points a game. This guy averaged ten <clears> free throws a game, which is crazy. He's playing old school basketball. Hmm. You know what I mean he's taking to the whole yeah. mid, living in the mid range. Getting fouled, knocking free throws down. They got a nice mid range, don't they? Yeah, like, I think if Kyle if Kyle Lowry steps it up, that could be a, a very good team in the playoffs. Uh, they keep on having a scale going on with it, either being Kyle Lowry being hot or DeRozan being hot. If both of them are hot, then they can make they can make, they can make some noise. They can make some noise. Who their big men, man? Who their big men? Uh, By the way, they're seven and two right now, so they're they're pretty darn good in the Eastern Conference. They're third in the Eastern Conference behind the Cavs and the Hawks. Well, the Hawks Hawks are seven and two also. Oh yeah. Yes, oh, sitting right two. behind the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. eight and one. Matter of fact, the only team to beat the Cavaliers this year was the Atlanta Hawks with Dwight Howard. Kent Bazemore is actually doing big things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ah, Kent Bazemore, former CAA athlete, aka yeah. ODU. You know, yeah, our rival. Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, GT went to VCU. Go Rams, go. Havoc. Havoc Nation, baby. Um, so, But now, nah, man, like, Eastern Conference, man, is probably a little more competitive this year than I thought it would be. Um, I the, told you it was going to be competitive, man. Well, I mean, no one's where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Everyone, I didn't think Atlanta was going to be that high. I didn't think Atlanta was going to do too much. But you you broke it down it's too, to me, though. It's, it's kind of early to speak, though. On, on, you know, it's, yeah. it's only nine games Wait. into the season, ten games maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know, about, you know, <clears throat> one-eighth of the way there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not even, yeah. The first quarter of the season not even over yet. But, you right, know, so. right. Uh, Western Conference. Any any surprise in the Western Conference, guys? Uh, you Besides didn't... the Timberwolves, because wait, can we? I got two. You got, like, you got a bag I, okay. I heard the Timberwolves. Um, I heard that Zach Levine put up fifty. That was Andrew Wiggins. That was Wiggins. Yeah, forty-seven. That's no surprise. No, I thought you said Wiggins put up fifty a game before. Are you sure? No, Wiggins. I thought Wiggins put up forty-seven like last night, and Levine put up like fifty a couple nights before. When was that? Oh man. Yeah, you gotta look that up. And the other thing, you hit me. The Clippers, um, I didn't know they were what nine and one. Yes, I didn't know that. Balling right now. Balling out of control. But again, the Clippers always. Are they facing uh, teams that are competitive? Yeah, they Western Conference foes. Yeah. I mean, they, they beat the Warriors. They beat everybody. Yeah, they yeah. always do me oh, dirty. Wow. They beat the Warriors. Yeah, I think they beat the Warriors. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The Warriors are getting beat by some. The Lake Show beat them. Yeah, but they only mediocre eight, teams. They only won lost two games though. Yeah, to two mediocre teams. Yeah. Well, the Clippers. Uh, I don't know, man. Clippers are always so so to me. Exactly. Always so so. They got they got such a good team, but it's kind of like, what are y'all gonna do with them? I don't know. Is it the coaching? Is it the players? Is it the chemistry? What is it? It look like they got a bench this year, so I don't know. 
the bench is a, the bench has always been a problem too. Yeah. I mean, right. they either hot or they not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, we'll see when playoffs come around because that's when yeah. they always fail me. So yeah. the only team to beat the Clippers is the Thunder this year. Oh. Yeah, they have the highest point happen. per game differential yeah. in the M- NBA right now. Really? Because um, they got absolutely smoked. Best bench in the NBA right now. They're just dumbest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, okay. man, they do, they're I clicking on all cylinders, man. <laughs> Trade rumors. I've heard a couple. Mm. Uh, breaking news, we got DeMarcus Cousins. We also got, looks like, Clay Thompson maybe going to the Celtics. This is Where, just, where's this, DeMarcus going? Yeah, tell me about the DeMarcus December, going. December, December, they're saying. That was Shaq. That was Shaq. That was the Shaq that they put that out. Mm. Saying the Kings may go in a different direction as far as that one. No, no locations for DeMarcus yet. Just the Kings may be done with DeMarcus. Has there been trade rumors with Anthony Davis? Nah, not yet. Um, I heard that Alvin Gentry is, is on, the, on the block. He's on the block. Are they still defeated? Have they won a game yet? I don't even know. Okay. But I, I mean, just I, I I wish AD could out of the, get out of there. Wish we could just send help his way. Well, his team isn't bad. They're just all hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like you got yeah. Drew Holiday, Tyreek. Is Tyreek Evans? No. Tyreke I think Tyreek is back. Is, is he, he back yet? I think he's back. Okay. okay. You got Buddy. Not 100, percent but I think so. Okay. Buddy Hill should be balling. Though. I just don't understand. I don't think that. he's getting the minutes. I mean, I saw a couple games. He's getting a couple minutes. He's just not doing anything. He's not doing anything. He should be. I, I really thought that would be good for him. I thought it'd be a good transition to, if you're a scorer in college, you can be a scorer. Yeah. And, but then again, we've had this talk before. Uh, uh, GT and I, we've had this how you're a beast in college and it doesn't always translate. I'll give you guys a prime example real quick and I can hold you. Adam Morrison. Stuff like that. Well, he averaged 28 a game or something crazy in college and then does absolutely nothing besides not take showers with the Bobcats. He, he wasn't <laughs> scrappy enough, though, I don't think. He wasn't scrappy enough to go to the league. But yeah. I mean, he went to Gonzaga, though. And I know they're not playing nobody out there for real. But I mean, Gonzaga was tough then back then. I'm saying though, like, you he, mean to get a bucket? To, yeah. Get a bucket in the NBA? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was he a number dirt. But not even a poor man's poor man. Poor dirt. man's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, Jared Sullinger? Same thing. Ohio State. He was a beast in college. He's college. small. Though. Great, yeah. but he's understanding. And, and that's what, and that's why I, I knew that that would be a problem when he got to the NBA. Yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, in college you can get by because you take up so much space. But then Greg Oden, I saw a story on that on that on Friday. I was off oh, yeah, work and I was chilling. They said they was like, "Who's the biggest?" Real quick, who's the biggest draft bust? I think it was between Kwame Brown and Greg Oden. <laughs> well, Kwame Brown had a good couple of seasons. I mean, couple, maybe one or two, th- possibly three. Greg Oden didn't have one good season. He you was it wasn't he injured was in his healthy. first season. He was always yeah. You know what I said? I said. That the biggest bust between Greg Oden and Kwame Brown was Greg Oden because he was touted more than Kwame. And I told Bass, I said, "Look, you got one year in college, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of was already prepared just a little bit to go to the league versus going to high school, leaving high school, going straight to the league. It take a little bit more years to develop, unless you're Kobe, unless you're KG, unless you're LeBron. So." Pretty much. Come My from, argument is, yeah. If you're in the NBA, you're in the NBA. If you're on varsity, you're on varsity. It don't matter what grade you're in. What? That's not an excuse. If you're what? on varsity, you're on varsity. If you're in the NBA, you're in the NBA. If I pick you number one, you need to perform. I had to calm myself. I was about to say something just crazy just now. I'm just saying. Think about <laughs> it. If you are on varsity, you're on varsity. No one is. We're not going to press the point guard of Cortland because he's a freshman. No, it doesn't matter if the, it's the same league. But I'm saying. First of all, Greg Oden. Greg Oden couldn't even. Trash. What do you mean? If you on boss, don't mean because you on boss. Don't mean you you no, nice. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the number one overall pick, no matter where you came from. If you come from overseas, 
Darko Milicic as number two pick, mm-hmm. <laughs> or Carmen Brown from high school, or Greg Oden from Ohio State. You're all the exact same person. You went to the same draft combine. That's not fair. How is that not fair? Because one had Milicic, what, he's overseas? Yes. He's overseas. They play a different type of ball. They play a different type of basketball. Okay, yes. Carmen Brown came from high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Greg Oden played one year in in Ohio State. Ohio State is what conference? The Big Ten. The Big Ten, which is a tough conference. Yes. Right? As Mike Conley as his point guard with the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. So it was easy for him. But that's what I'm saying, though. You're saying, oh, I will, I will, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Having an additional year to play basketball before you come to the NBA, yes, it would help your development tremendously. You, you, you still not getting the whole picture, though. You saying just additional year of basketball? It's additional year. It's a college basketball in the United States translates into NBA. Yes, the only reason Greg Oden ended up in the NBA is because they wouldn't let him jump because he was the first year yeah. where he couldn't jump. Right. But what I'm saying is that is there's levels. European basketball, high school basketball. One year of college basketball. There's three different levels here. There's not the same type of basketball being played. But can I be on better than levels. some? Can I be better than someone coming out of high school than someone that went spent four years in college? You can. I.e. Kobe, KG. No, no, no. In my LeBron. LeBron. In my my early years. So I'm saying LeBron James in his first year. Lamar Odom was better than. Dante Jones from Duke that spent four years in college. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I can't buy the he spent four years in college, he's better than somebody that's 18 and raw. Yeah, but at the same time, it's two different players. Dante Jones versus LeBron James. You just said he should be better than a high schooler because he spent time in college and learned the game. That's my argument to that. He should if be if I'm better than you, I'm yes, better than you. That's what I'm saying. Potentially sh- he should be. He should, yes. I do agree with So you. if all all things are the same. So you're saying all things are the same. Give me a big man. That doesn't have any college experience versus that had one year. I want the one that had one year for sure. Yeah. If they're the same size and these guys are giving yeah. the same size, so okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying Quentin Brown was just bigger than everyone. He wasn't necessarily great when he came when he came into the league when he was drafted. Yeah, I mean, Greg Oden may not may have been the same way that when he was in high school, dominating in wherever he's from, and then he went to one spent one year and learned the game of basketball. Yeah. He was high okay. Yeah, in one, in one year, you know, and then Darko Milicic was probably crushing out in overseas. Yeah, and he's been a pro since like fifteen. Pro since fifteen. So yeah, so he should have been way better than when he came in. But it just don't it's necessarily a, translate. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I, I see that. Okay. It's, it's levels. It's levels. I mean, there are plenty. So, okay. But you know, the rare opportunities of high school ball players transitioning to <coughs> NBA greats or transitioning to being better college, better than certain college athletes are rare. You have LeBron, you have Kobe, you have KG. Moses Malone. Moses Malone. Who else can you name that came straight from high school that are like great? Great? I want to say great. There's some goods. Amari Stoudemire. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. He went to Rhode Island. He didn't come out of high school. He didn't come out of high school? He went to Rhode Island. Yeah, he went to the University of Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, he did go. He had big blue jersey. Yeah. I was thinking of Darius Miles. Okay, yeah, D-Miles. so D Miles and them, yeah. But D Miles, he wasn't translate. great. He didn't translate. No, he, he was just he was, an athlete. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I and I my my opinion out there, if you're listening, I want the same rule that's in college football to be in basketball. I'm all for education. I want there to be a three year minimum before you come to the NBA draft. You need to be three years removed from high school before you can enter the league. I think I feel like it'll good. make a better brand of basketball all around. I feel like college basketball will be more competitive because you'll have people that want to go to the same school. 
they want to start, so they're going to go somewhere else. So you'll have a bigger talent pool across college basketball. And then when they get drafted, they'll be better instead of being, oh, we got to wait four or five years for this guy to develop. He'll be developed because if they go three years, they have a better chance of going four years. If you tell Ben Simmons, i.e., he needs to serve one year, he's not going to go to class. He couldn't be the player of the year because his grades weren't even good enough to be eligible. So I want, that's what, you know, I feel like putting a three-year rule in basketball will help across the board, like for education right. and a better brand of basketball right. in the college game and the NBA game. That's just where I'm at with it. Well, you know, you know how I feel about Coach Calipari. It, but that's what I'm saying. So you how, think about it. Anthony Davis would probably still be on that team now. You know what I mean? Like it'd be still be Eric Bledsoe, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins would all have been in the same well, team four you, years in a row. What you gonna say to Coach K or Coach Kyle? I'm sorry when he says that he's going to these communities, telling these families that I can promise you to get your child into the league and make money, and, you know, make money for your family for him. That's what he does. That's how he gets his recruits. Year. Well, when we change the rules, he has to adjust. He gonna see them same kids for three years. Yeah, but and his team may be super stacked. But then, what are you going to say to the parents? It's like, well, we can't. Afford Guess what them. they do? They go the Brandon Jennings route. I don't want to serve my one year. I'm going to go play overseas and make money early, and then come back and leave. Brandon, there's always a loophole. I don't, I don't have a. I mean, Brandon Jennings did what he wanted to do. Yeah. You know, out of Oak Hill. I mean, he was na- he was scoring 50 B, at will. B Jennings is still one of my favorite players. Yeah, he just. I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's always a loophole around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like for a better brand of basketball and for player development, which is what your argument was about the Greg Oden and Corey Brown, I'm saying let's get the same rules across the board in college sports. Like if you're making me stay three years in football, why why is basketball different? And I know why because it said a 19 year old body is not ready to go against a 25 year old, 30 year old football player man. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. That's right. why for player safety, you're gonna go kill yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. At 19, you're not ready to take on. Brian Urlacher and But what's Clay. the difference between that? They said 19 and 21 years old. Because the body. I guess a lot. You're an adult at 21 years old. The body doesn't fully develop until what? Like 25, 26, 27? Yeah. So I don't understand I said, that logic. She, I mean, like I said, again, it must be academics part of it. I, don't, I, don't, I think I don't, it's if you stay through, you're more likely to stay four. If you tell somebody they're gonna, they only got to go one year, they're not going to class. NCAA is full of it. Yes, they have no consistency at all. So How about that? Because so. that doesn't make any sense. Because. Then you kind of can make the argument that if is it a waste of three years or what is it waste of three years? But not even that. Just even either way, like like Zeke. Zeke is what 21, 22. He's still not fully developed yet as a human being. So, are you predisposing them to concussions because they're not fully developed? It's all a, it's all in how he's you know taking his tackles or, and how he's lowering his shoulders or how the defender is hitting him. I feel like that's a a concussion is is getting hit in the head. Like he's not going around swinging his head at everybody, mm-hmm. trying to. If do, you're in between the lines, you're prone to get a concussion. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Like I, I he, he's 21, 22. He's not fully developed. That doesn't come with that doesn't come with growth. A concussion doesn't come with. Yeah, concussion could be. It, that's just a that's just 35 a, year old men get concussions. No, you're not you're not getting it. So help us get it. Remember the argument of the kids. They they was like kind of trying to ban kids from playing Pop Warner. Yes. Because they were so young, and they weren't fully developed. You know what I'm saying? And they were getting concussions at a younger age, setting setting them up for failure basically when they get older. Yeah, so, I understand that. So like if the 21 and 22 year old body's not fully developed yet, 
I need I need my wife in here because she probably could tell me better if this, the brain or the head is fully developed or not. But um, don't go get her. Leave her alone. <laughs> Sit down. Um, just trying to help. Just trying to help. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out Quick one. <laughs> what. That's a separate argument. I was just making the case because you know I don't really agree with the NCAA in the rules anyway. I just want because like I said, from a basketball mind, like myself and all of us here at this table, I just think for a better brand of basketball, instead of me every time I, t- I talk to GT like every day about basketball, I watch it every day pretty much when it's on. Um, and I, like Brandon Ingram, I'm like, yo man, I don't know if he's ready or not. I'm tired of saying that about everybody. He's like, because everybody, his response is, give him a second. He'll be ready in a couple years. Yeah. Like, if he, matter of fact, how about you go spend that couple years at Duke, though, under Coach K, you'll come out and you'll probably be one of the baddest boys to ever come out. You know what I mean? Because he's already raw. But if you, Coach K is coaching you, you will be that much better than being just raw from fit, wherever, wherever North, Kingston, North Carolina. Here's, again, the NCAA issue with the whole... There's no consistency. No consistency. People see the dollar signs, they going. Yeah. It's like... With me having the mindset that I have being 25 years old, it's like what you said brought me to the reality of, hey, three years is a good idea because at that point, if I do go to the league, I can be like, all right, cool, let me go get this last year out the way yeah. in case it doesn't work. And then Versus yeah. trying to make up three years right now. Like exactly. Because right you're, yeah. Exactly. So you're kind of getting ahead of the game yeah. and getting behind at the same time. So listen to this But list. you're not behind because, you know, you're already ahead. Yeah. So Curry has a degree, Danny Granger. Isaiah Thomas, Tim Duncan, Something's telling du- me Dwight Powell, Kawhi Joe Lennox. Anthony, Emeka Okafor, Kelly Olynyk, Andrew Nicholson. Steph went four years? Yeah. Oh. Remember he was cooking on the NCAA Davidson. Tournament? He played for Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But see, he wasn't like, he wasn't on the radar, radar though, was No, until they lit up everybody in the tournament. No, I used to hate those days. Well, um, because, so I had to record that conversation when y'all was going back before I wanted to get your take on that. So, Baz, close us out on this Recap what you said again as far as how you feel about college education, student athletes, them going to the league, not going to the league. Okay, yeah. So I know in the NFL they require someone to be three years removed from high school before they're allowed to enter the draft. Mm-hmm. I feel it should be the same way for college basketball as well. I, I say that because it'll make, I feel like it will make for a better brand of basketball for college basketball because mm-hmm. your athletes are staying longer meaning you'll have recruits go to different schools and it'll be more competitive. Also, those same athletes, if you make, if you require them to stay three years, they're more likely to stay four years to get an education because right. here in the backwoods, we're all for education. Lastly, I feel like that when these three-year, four-year athletes enter the NBA, they will be better athletes. We won't be saying, oh, give this guy some time to develop because if he's been to school, school under Coach K, for example, four years, he's ready. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. He's X and O's. He's ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus you saying, "Oh, we still got to get him with a strength coach. We got to get him with somebody." You know what I mean? Because he's still wrong. Right. He spends four years in college under Coach K. He should be ready to give you a bucket. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know he's gonna know the game of basketball. Okay. So I mean, and yes, I understand there are rare cases where people are just raw talent, and they're just you know what I mean they're different. But I still feel that anyone that spends three years three additional years learning the craft will be that much better than just having one year and just getting thrown to the wolves. Because the NBA, you get thrown to the wolves. Pretty much. And you get, you, the thing is, the green stuff that's thrown in your hand too though. So then you get the people in your in your ear. Mm-hmm. That's that's too much. Put them in college with no money. <laughs> and you're gonna keep rocking. <laughs> yep, and they'll learn the game that way. Yep. Okay, Spizzy, any closing remarks on that? I know, I just, uh, I agree with uh, what he said. Um, at first I really wasn't, I was more so on the, if, if I'm a young man, 
and, and I want to play basketball, you making me go get my education is kind of like, that's something I don't want to do, so I should I do it for one year. Yeah, I just want to go, I want to go to the NBA and live my dream. But I agree with what he's saying now with the whole three years thing. You get to go to school, you get three years knocked out. If you want to go to the NBA, you go to the NBA. If you don't work out, if it doesn't work out for you in the NBA, you only have one year to knock out for college. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of, you kind of knock three birds out with one stone. Right. And now you got, you got one more left if it doesn't work out for you the way that you thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I agree with him. Okay. And I can also just throw this point in here about the financial. It's a different take, different day. I know GT wrote a couple papers about this. Some kind of compensation for our college athletes. Because oh, they are man. struggling. Oh, I just want to put that out there. Please. please if, as you put it, I'm stopping your financial because you want to go to the league to feed your family, you got to give them some kind of compensation. If, we, if the league, this being the NCAA, requires them to go to school for three years, and not make the NBA kind of money. We have to give them something to survive. Right. Because I, there's numerous th- stories. Nigel Hayes has like said something about it. You know, mm-hmm. they're struggling. They're saying, well, I think Wale even said it. You know, it's the best business to have because you don't have to pay your employees. The university eats exactly. while we starving. You know what I mean? So you got to give them some kind of conversation. Right. And I know some people come back and hit us with the, they're getting a free education. That's their conversation. I, I hear you. I hear that. But you got to feed them though. Yeah, this is this. They is can't the eat like homeless folks. Country. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're eating oodles and noodles daily. And, you know, the owners and stuff of this college, the president of this college are eating shrimp and steak and lobster. You know what I mean? Exactly. And foods we can't pronounce. You know what I mean? So right. that's a different topic, though. But yeah, we got to give them some kind of conversation right. if we're going to stop the money train for them until. Motivate, motivate them to stay. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, like I said, they, I mean, yeah. So NCAA pay them athletes, cuz. Real talk. That's another topic, though. Another topic. Cut the check. Yeah. Keep getting them checks. That's the Backwoods, guys. Y'all heard it here first. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll see y'all later. Howdy. So Aquarium Minds want to know who are the Backwoods fellas. I'm going to go around the table and uh, tell you a little bit about ourselves real quick. Um, of course, you know I'm GT, so I'll end it off at the end. Um, Spizzy. Yes, sir. Who is Spizzy? Well, I'm Young Spiz. <laughs> young Spiz Khalifa. Mr. Corey Anthony. You know, uh, it's a young man out here. Got a baby girl, got to do things for and Just provide, man. That's it. That's what it's all about. Positivity. No negative energy near me. Keep that away. Go. Bye. Later. Young Basil, who are you? Ha, who am I? I get asked that every day. Let me see if I can help you out with that. Y'all didn't know. Hey, you know, I almost did with the snaps. Give me some snaps at the end. Nah, that's your, there they go, there they go. So if you didn't know, it's your boy John Boz, a.k.a. Surf Basil, a.k.a. Basil B. Chauncey Billups used to get buckets, but now I'm retired. Now I'm coaching the young bucks so they can get a bucket one time, you know. Um, Numbers is what I do. I'm in the banking world. It's what I do, man. You know, kicks and cars, man. That's where I'm at with it. Those are my main things. Coming at you from the Berg, Fredericksburg, VA. That's where we at, man. And, Hey man, the sports man keeps me going, man. Hey. Oh, oh is that that's all right. That's all right. And lastly, my name is uh Trey, also known as GT, also known as G Taylor, also known as various names that my cousin gives me every day of the week. Um, I'm originally from Caroline County. Now I'm staring in Fredericksburg. It's real weird. Mm-hmm. Country boy in the welcome, big city. Welcome. Um, I got a background in mental health. I also coach. I also like cars, I also like kicks. And I'm also about spreading positivity and motivation for the people. So that's what uh, that's what we're about, man. That's the backwoods. And as my man's over here with the J.R. Smith pose right now, 
But if you want to know any more about us, please feel free to hit us up. Yo, what's the social media hashtags, man? What's going on with that social media handles? Uh, you know, you got your boy, man. Spizzy so for real. All my social medias are the same name. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. S-P-I-Z-Z-Y-S-O. The number four. R-E-A-L. Basil? Well, that's the second half. Mine is Sir Basil. You know, it's keep it simple. All of my, all of them are the same. Sir Basil. That's S-I-R-B-A-Z-Z. L-E for Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Holla at me. Word up. And my, let's see, my handles is, uh, what, let me see, let me see. Y'all young folks out here got all these different social <laughs> media handles. Um, nah, for real, I'm on what? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, Retro GT, Retro underscore GT. That's it, man. I am I'm pretty simple, man. I don't really get into the Snapchatting all the other things of the world. That's all you need to know. Find me on that page, all right? So that's the backwards, people. Hit us up.